Spurs have their new coach, and it is Ange Postacoglu. All right across, deflected in, and Salah scores! And Madison can drive, and Son is in! Welcome to the Oso Spurs podcast, where we're going to be recording today the City preview, running through your questions, and talking a little bit about our owner's uh, upcoming prison time, I guess. Oh, previous owner, sorry. But today we have a special guest from Houston Spurs. Adam, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good, thanks. Yep, still repping the scarf from my visit over there when it was literally freezing. It It was great to have you. Uh, Good to be there. It was was really cool watching the game with you guys. Um, And Stu, how are you, mate? Oh, good, mate. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. We have Deej. How are you? Doing Surviving good, the doing floods good. in Austin. Something like that. <laughs> and Johnny over in, in uh, Ireland. It's always running there, so you're used to it. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, Jim. <laughs> Thanks very go. much. Can't wait for Friday, mate. How are you? <laughs> Not wait for Friday either. That's yeah. just keeping me going. It's been two weeks without football when I found myself talking about go-kart tracks instead because I'm I'm so bored of things to watch so um yeah we'll we'll start with the city game shall we um Adam I might throw you in the deep end I guess you'll be watching it with the Spurs supporters group over in in Houston um and your friend Carl but we we will indeed um yeah I'm not sure the uh the uh full kit be there this uh (laughs) but um but yeah I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it I do believe uh, that the last time we played City in the FA Cup was um, was the uh, horrible three nil up at half time and four nil four three at the end. So uh, I think we owe them uh, one for sure. They haven't beaten us or scored against us right at uh, the new stadium. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna get some goals. I think four uh, three our way would be would be lovely juggling. Nice. The 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 missing part to this formula though is in those previous games we had Sonny who seems to be their kryptonite. Um, yeah. 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 But uh, well, we haven't got him, so uh, hopefully Kulo will be back, and um, you know Brennan at the back of the net. Yeah, Stu, how are you feeling about it? Are you you similar? Matters looks like he's back, which is pretty big. Yeah. You know, all the rumours are that he's not fit enough to start. Um, as you said, Sonny is. Is the problem he's scored? I think four out of the last five games at the new White Hart Lane. I think he scored four goals up there. He was, you know, the anti-City player, not Kane, not anyone else. It was Son. So missing mm. him, I, I really fear the worst. And it just seems to be kind of typical Spurs, wouldn't it be? If after such horrible years with horrible managers, but beating them, we finally get in a manager who gets us all inspired and happy, and then we get done by by City. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of in a different camp. I'm wondering where Johnny and Deej, your heads are. I'm going to this game feeling pretty buoyant, but knowing, I know even if we lose, we'll we'll have gone in swinging and given them something to think about. But I feel like if we played that game 10 times, I'd like to think we'd win five of them. But where where do you um, sit with this, Deej? I am very much looking at this game as a free hit. And I know that people will get mad because, you know, mentality monster, whatever. I am of the opinion that we probably should not win this game, given our injuries, given City's lack, current lack of injuries, especially if they get Holland back, which seems to be about 50-50 at this point. Um given where City are as a club, given 
despite how great our season has been where we are as a club, I think that we, if it, if, if it was like Liverpool or something, we would be expecting a loss. It's just because we have this weird thing with city where they refuse to score at our ground that, and we just kind of beat them all the time that we're like, well, what's one more. And I don't know. I just, I'm just thinking of the, not the last time we played in the FA cup, the last time we played them in the, in the Carabao cup final where that was not a very good game. And I, I kind of feel like it's going to be one some, somewhat similar to that. It's going to be just like a, a really ugly game. They're going to finally break their... No, what is this? Curse. Johnny, you, me, and Adam are looking at each other like, what the hell happened to the... What? I, Johnny, over to you, mate. You're on mute, by the way, but over to you. <laughs> I've unmuted myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I mean, I... I I can sort of feel where the boys are coming from, but I, I don't agree. I'm not on the same page. I, I, I mean, to compare the the Carabao Cup final and like Deej is, is a machine when it comes to knowledge, especially on Spurs. So like not not in any way disrespecting his opinion, but like that was a completely different canvas on which like we were playing. And, you know, it was Mourinho just been sacked. Ryan Mason just came in. And Sonny was about the only player that really gave it any effort. Like that day, it was just like a really, really just one of those classic Tottenham in a final or semi-final appearance um, type performances. I mean, it's completely different now with with Ange and with our our record at home. Obviously, a record against them. I, I'm sorry. I I I know that at some point they're going to score, and at some point they're going to win um, at a ground. And maybe it will be Friday, but I don't think it'll be on the back of. A, a performance or a game like the 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 kind of um, tight, scrappy, um, you know, I think it'll be a really entertaining game. I think there will be quite a lot of goals. I I, I do think we're going to concede, but I suppose yeah. I, I mean, Stu's probably being fairly measured because you know when you look at them, them obviously if they're playing on their best form, and we are missing if Madison's not starting, for example, and Sonny's not there, like you've got to say objectively that Manchester City are the favourites, even though it's in our place. But it is uh, under the lights. It is Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham. We have got our best defence back again. We've got a classic keeper. The the midfield, okay, unfortunately, if Madison's not starting, we're still going to have we're on one, one person there in the midfield who we'd probably rather not have in the midfield. And obviously we're missing our, our biggest threat up front. But that doesn't mean we don't have other threat, threats up front. And we obviously do. So I, I, I'm I sort of cautiously optimistic. I do think it's a bit of a 50-50 call. Like you, Jim, I, I would say it's, it's, in the, it's in the balance. And if we can get a good start, then, I mean, clearly De Bruyne coming back is, is unfortunate because he was incredible against Newcastle in that little kind of 25-30 minute performance. He was just amazing, just such a brilliant player. Haaland, um, this seems to be kind of like you said, he's in a reckoning. He's he's kind of a fifty fifty two. So I'd be kind of surprised if he starts from what I've what I've read. Mm. So I don't know. I I, I know we're going to get into things in a bit more detail, but my overall opinion is that I'm going into that game thinking, uh, hope, being really hopeful. And if we if we go out, then it won't be because we've not turned up. That's what I'm I, I believe is going to happen. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to say anyone you can lose any game or you can win it that you can never remove the full chance of winning a match. There's always chance, but I feel like we're going to go into this game regardless feeling we came out having played better football. But but DJ, you're, 
Yeah, that's a that's a crazy take saying that I I I can I can understand where you're coming from. I'm just like to be to be fair, I kind of expect us to lose against City every time, and then we kind of never do, which is really weird. It's like probably the weirdest thing about Tottenham, and there's a lot of weird things about Tottenham. They just like refuse to to lose to the best team, arguably in world football at this point, uh, which which I appreciate. I've got obviously because I'm in the states. I've got a lot of plastic fans, and a lot of them support City. So uh, it's always nice to get one over on them. But um, I am, I yeah, I don't know. I think that we obviously can win this game. I'm not saying we can't. I just think that we haven't necessarily had our best performances um, without Sun. And I keep looking at the Asian game schedule and I, I, I catch a couple of games when I can. And I'm like, why are there only two games scheduled today? We need as many games scheduled so we can end as quick as possible because we need Sun back ASAP. Um, but I, um, I don't know. I just think it's so hard to, I mean, even look at City. Like they, they're struggling without their best attacking option. Well, not struggling, but you know, struggling for City without their best attacking options in Holland and De Bruyne. And we, are missing that equivalent in uh, Madison and Son. It's not Holland I'm worried about. I don't, I'll, I'll pass the question to Adam next, but it's not Holland I'm worried about. It's the return of Rodri. Like that's fifty yeah. games without a loss with him. Is it fifty? That is insane. That is just ridiculous. But how did you expect them to start full strength, or do you think there might be a little bit of rotation for them? Well, I think they're defending the trophy, so um, and it's Pep. So I would, um, I would expect a, their strongest lineup to start. Uh, I think Stones and Akanji are out, um, which again, I think you know that plays into our hands. I think if we, um, we're not going to have the majority of, of, of possession. That's very, very clear. Um, but we are fantastic at counterattacking. We are fantastic at when we do get across that, that halfway line, getting getting players up and, and supporting. So, I mean, if Madison's back. And he can control that. He can you know, control that midfield and control that ball when he when he's on it. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not the most hopeful Spurs fan in the world in terms of you know over seasons, but I just, I really fancy us. I really fancy us at home. If it was away, no way. Yeah. But at home, you know, let's let's uh, let's make sure we win possession in the right areas, and then let's make sure that that, that ball gets forward as quick as possible and, and support and. Um, yeah, just there's going to be goals. It's going to be exciting. We're definitely going to concede, but I think they're very susceptible in the in the, in the back line. So mm. Richie might back a few. You know, Johnson gets on his game, then we'll be good. And Stu, in your opinion, then where's this game won or lost? There's got to be a part of the pitch you're looking at and yeah, thinking I, that's the. I think I think it's midfield. Um, I think you know if if he plays the same midfield that we played against United. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not taking anything away from them. They, they played fantastically. I think they played, especially, you know, Skip and Hoiberg played much better than I think any of us expected against United. But Man City have got an amazing midfield. You know, as you said, Rodri, he, he's just an amazing player. This season, when they had their blip, was because he was out for a few games. So they've got him back. They've got De Bruyne back. I mean, I think it's just going to be too much for us. Um, I think the the good thing is that since the Man United game, we've had more time for um, Van der Ven and for Romero to get you know fully fit. So I think defensively we're going to be quite well set up. I think 
if Haaland's not playing, um, it might be a tight game, to be honest. I think we'll struggle to score. score. I think they'll struggle to score. Um, and I think midfield, it's going to be a, a, a scary option because I think what does our friend Big Ange do? Does he play Kulu in the midfield and make a change to the Hoiberg skip? Or does he kind of go for the more defensive-oriented to to kind of counteract the, the City dominance? It's, it's going to be a tough call for him to make. I think from experience, he will do something we don't expect. Mm. Um, and we'll all go, what the F are you doing? And then suddenly we're like, I can see why you did that now. That's really cool. Um, that answer's kind of just uh, just leading into the questions a bit, which I'll pass around. But Justin Studley on YouTube, his, his question was pretty much along that, th- these lines of where do City go full strength? Because Haaland's obviously got a knock. Kevin De Bruyne hasn't played 90 minutes. They've got a bigger picture here of the Champions League to stay in and the Premier League. This is probably the third most important competition to them, where it's probably the second, mo- it is the second most important competition to us. So they might look at this with slightly more caution on the long-term picture than us so there might be some some rotation there but Deej I'll pass you the um and I'll pass you the next question um this is from Rick in Oz worried about Haaland and De Bruyne in the FA Cup if we were to draw against City could we bounce back in the replay when Saar, Madison and Basuma returning with a and beat them basically at the Etihad would you rather go at the Etihad and have all those players back or would you rather play them at home with what we have now, I guess is the question. Definitely at home with what we have now. For for no real reason other than the stupid voodoo that we have over Pep Guardiola and that entire club. Um yeah, I don't really have like a like a, a, a sporting reason to, to say that. Um but like to be I yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not super worried about Holland, weirdly enough. I don't think I think that we have the center backs that won't nullify him because you can't nullify a player like that. But I mean, a lot of his game is reliant on, on service. And so like, that's what I'm really worried about is De Bruyne and how much he'll be able to play. And I think that that kind of will dictate to me how confident I'm feeling going into this game is will De Bruyne be able to play more than 60 minutes? Because if, even if De Bruyne starts and plays for 60 minutes and then has to come off, Despite the immense wealth of talent they have in that midfield, nobody's Kevin De Bruyne other than Kevin De Bruyne. And as soon as he goes off, City get worse. It's just, it's just a fact. So if for some reason he's not able to, to play as much, I think that that could be, that could be a real advantage for us. But mm. yeah, I do wonder if we'll go all shithousery and, um, put some heavy challenges on, in on De Bruyne and Haaland and make them feel as uncomfortable as we can, knowing they're not. They're not fully fit and just make it really uncomfortable. That's what I'd be telling them to do anyway, but um, I'm an asshole who'd want to win at all costs. <laughs> when is the replay? That's a good question. Because will uh, the players be back for the replay? Uh, well, would it be the probably squeezed in to, to the risk? No, it wouldn't be. That's a good point. Is it normally is, two is, weeks after? When, week? when the replay stop? Is that the fifth round? This is the final round we can have a replay, yeah. right? Yeah. So hmm, that's a good question. I guess it would be, it has to be within the next two weeks, wouldn't it? So I don't think Sun probably won't be back. Um, I don't know about when the African nations. Well, this, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I, we should say fortunately for those players uh, in the AFCON, 
both SARS and Basuma's national sides are top of their group and Sonny is second, but looking like they'll qualify yeah. in his. So um, it looks like we're going to go a couple more weeks without those guys, unfortunately. We're playing uh, Everton in, um, on the Saturday, the 3rd of February, and then the following Saturday we're playing at home to Brighton. So it's probably the midweek between there because the week, when midweek before that we've got Brentford in the league. So that's the only obvious time, obviously, Sonny mm. and... The Afcon boys won't be back anyway. Oh, well, and here's a question for you guys. I was doing the um, talking of players returning. I was doing the writing down of who we can fit on our bench when everyone's back. <laughs> if we were to have a clean bill of health, we've actually got to leave a few really good players out of the squad in its entirety. Wow. So who do we, who misses out? So if you think if everyone's back for the next game, who's going to be on our bench? If we if we have full strength and we said our full strength side was. Uh, obviously, Poro, uh, Vicario and goal, Poro, um, Romero, Van der Ven, and um, Doggy. Uh, uh, Doggy. And then in midfield, let's say it's Basuma and Bentancur. And then Madison. we've got Madison. And then we've got who on the left? Let's just say. Uh, was Son. it Werner? Son, sorry. Yeah, Son, Son Richarlison. Son, Richarlison, and Kulu. Then yeah. so then who have we got on the bench? We've got Werner, Solomon, and Johnson, Davies, Johnson, Dragerson, so, Dragerson, Davies. So you're Royal. saying we won't have to list two keepers? Um, we've we've also got Skip, Hoybjerg. Um, so how yeah. many spots have we got left on Hill? We've got um, <laughs> technically we've got. Valise, we've got um, Scarlet. We've called back, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. Davies. We've, we, yeah, we've and got Davies. a second keeper. You need to put on there as well, Forster. So, like, that's what fourteen players. Yeah, it's, you're it's, right. get, it's, it's a pretty hefty squad where not everyone's going to get back in. So, yeah. if we go out the FA Cup, there's going to there could be a case where we're going. We've got to leave. Going from them be, having four keepers on the bench, wherever it was, to having players complaining they can't even get on the bench at Spurs and like yeah. good Premier League players as well. So yeah. we are, that squad is starting to look pretty meaty. It's looking pretty Honestly, good. That's good. I think because it's better than the alternative of having to like, not necessarily stunt development, but like kind of have players like, like Dorrington and Donnelly and Limbo where they're not playing for the senior team, yeah. but they're not playing for the, the U21s either. Yeah. Cause um, they, <laughs> Uh, yeah, because they won't, because they can't get game time in either place, but they need to be there to make up numbers on the bench. So, um, like Peters, Walker Peters had the same problem. As yeah, Kroos yep. was stunted for not playing, and Tanganga. Yeah, and we've got all these players coming back from loan. Go on, Adam. Designon's back as well, and well, Designon's back. They say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you joke, but these guys, even if they're not playing for us, they're on Premier League wage packets. Yeah. Like, yeah. the squad is insanely I, I, big. I honestly think we have. 14 players who are good enough for that first team. I think after you go past the 14, maybe 15, I think then we're struggling, which for me, I still think we need, you know, uh, we forgot Timo Werner as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, after that 15, it's, um, it, it, uh, for me, it's a little light. Um, whether we'll get someone in in the next, what, seven days, um, I'd like to see a centre forward, but um, does that happen in January? Yeah, I, I don't think. No. We, did we even mention Royale as well? I don't think we did. Oh, Emerson Royale, yeah. It's 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 literally crazy that we've got to. Um, technically, no, Perisic is gone. 
now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Dyer's gone, obviously. Yeah. So, Sorry. God. Yeah. They're all going to buy him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Roden's still on loan, right, with us, though. On loan, yes, loss, right? he's still at Leeds. And, and, so, and there's no pause. So we should get a decent fee for him end of the season, actually, just thinking it loud. But um, yeah. it does beg the question that we are apparently still looking at bringing one more in in Noosa, but he'll probably be a loan back, won't he? Um, yeah. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if something suddenly happens with someone like Hoiberg out of the blue and we're like, oh my God, he's off and now we've got 30 million quid we could potentially spend on someone else. Um, that wouldn't be too surprising to, to see happen. Um, but on to the next question. It is on the topic oh, the of... Tr- we forgot the Celso. Oh my God. Oh, dear. Jesus. That leaves yeah, a lot but of... <laughs> We're talking about a clean bill of health here. That's yeah, never going to happen with the Celso. But still, it's uh, it's an insanely large group of, yes, of players. Yes, very deep squad. We could field a mid-table Premier League team with our second bench. But we could in- do the thing where City did a couple of years ago, where they could probably win the Premier League with their B team. But we can, we could, we could, we could survive relegation. relegation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'd argue we, we have could be Crystal Palace. Well, I'll counter this with, we are currently fourth with our B team. That's pretty much got us here so far this season. So so it's like, now let's see the A team. Let's see what we can do in the second half of the season. It does make you laugh then when you hear so many people say, we've got loads of players who wouldn't get into any other top six side. When you're thinking, well, our reserves have actually made us a top five side. Mm. Well, yeah. And some 12 year old on Twitter has got us all triggered, me included with this. Uh, is Prime Bale as good as Peak Saka? Like, no, oh so my. is Prime Bale as good as Saka now? Oh my god! Oh my I know goodness. he's trolling. For, I know he's not. He's just some sixty-year-old fat slob <laughs> Don't troll bite. on the internet. Don't but bite. I'm, I'm giving him all those interactions in the form of. Um, you, have, you have to remember, he's twelve. He never saw Bale play. He doesn't know. Uh, it's not even a question. It's not even. No, a it's it's just wind up. Saka could just dream uh, of being anywhere near as good as Bale. Even like you know, even honestly, even like loan back bail. But yeah. you know, S- Saka's already on the downward uh, curve. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> He'll have yeah, his career revived somewhere peaks. else where he can actually win a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so oh, on 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 signings, open to who wants to take this one because it might. Um, but this is from Chang on. Uh, Twitter, X, what do you want to call it? Should Spurs be lining up a long-term hurricane replacement even before the start of Euro 2024 so that this marquee signing can be unveiled and given time to work with Big Ange at the start of pre-season? Right, we're already thinking into next season now. The January is almost over. But um, he's basically saying, is Richarlison the answer or are we going to be looking to sign someone as a upgrade? Maybe are we are we looking are we looking at Sun going there and signing a left winger? Like, what do we think is the plan? I think there's talk of Richarlison moving on at the end of the season. I see Real Madrid might be interested. I mean, that for me would blow my mind. But um, I, I I think we need to give Richie a, a go. But we definitely need someone someone else in there. I think um, I don't think Timo's going to be the answer. It's a it's a fantastic deal. We we don't really lose anything, but I think long term, we need someone up there that that you know is going to put the ball in the back mm. of the net on a regular occasion. Um, who that is, I don't know, but um, but yeah, there's definitely room for a, a centre forward, in my opinion. Ironically, Richie is 
almost becoming like, oh, he's the perfect backup for a team like us, which he was assigned to be originally. But then maybe unfair. he's not. Yeah. yeah, which is unfair with his current form, you know. He's putting yeah. the ball in the back of the net. So, you know, if that continues, maybe he's the answer. My, my, my buddy who's an Everton supporter absolutely loves him. Thought he did tremendous for Everton. So, um, you know, time will tell. Liverpool won the league with Firmino, didn't they? Um, you know. And Spurs so. win the league with, with Richie, yeah. How there you go, Brazilian number nine, yeah. <laughs> it, would yeah. Be a shame to, it would be a shame to have to, to sell him on. I mean, okay, it depends on what you get offered, but I think oh, there's two parts to this question. So you're, you're talking about, like, is, there a, is, there a, is it realistic that we're going to be able to bring somebody in who you'd actually be looking to as, as your number one striker over the next however many years? in this window and I think there's almost zero chance of that whatsoever you know from for all sorts of reasons um the financial situations probably a very big one of those reasons but you've, you you also have as um, Adam was saying there like at the moment you know Richie's on a really good vein of thought for a form of like consistently scoring and you know like we've said in the past he every striker lives off the confidence that they have when they're scoring goals he seems to be maybe even more kind of, uh, I don't know, like susceptible to, to losing confidence in himself. Perhaps he's had his problems over the last um, year or so. And now he seems to be really kind of strutting along and, and not just hitting the back of that, but he's really contributing far more than just that um, in every game with his pressing um, and harrying that he, he has, winning the ball back. And he, like, like with most of our forward players, they really they can play across the positions. So I think you know with what we have now, I, I think that there's you know I don't want to tempt fate. Okay, we've had a lot of injury problems. If we it's like before we lo- we lost Kane, sort of Sonny always stepped up. If um, if Richarlison's not scoring goals, hopefully Sonny's scoring goals, and we've now got Werner in there. Hopefully he's not going to contribute too many probably, but you know uh, Johnson can hopefully find a little bit. Um, more clinical um, aspect to his game, and we've got Kulusevski who comes in, and then we've got the likes of the Poros and um, other players that find themselves up there, who you know do do chip in with goals. Madison coming back as well, so I actually think that with with where we're at now, it, I, I just think it could be, it's just not going to happen. And I don't know, like Adam, I don't I don't really know who is the obvious. Um, candidate out there. I think we can all dismiss Ivan Tony for lots of reasons over the last couple of weeks where he's conducted himself and he, it's definitely not an Ange kind of character. Um, no, he's an Arsenal character he, through he, and through. Yeah, he is, 100%. Yep. And like, I think we uh, that was kind of like, to me, he's the obvious sort of homegrown. Like, if you're asking me in the summer, I was well, he's the obvious homegrown one who, who you know, we might be able to lure in and he's, like, he's a quality player, but no, I wouldn't touch him with a barge ball, neither would Ange. So I'm not really sure who it would be that we'd be bringing in. Um, and the recruitment obviously has been really good. So it's kind of like you trust the the, the research has done and the, the tapping in and the sort of character being a big part of the focus. We've talked about that a lot over the over the months. You know, the, the, the boys that we brought in, the the drive they have to play for Spurs, the effort that they put, they put in, the sort of team spirit that they contribute. And... Um, so I, I would be hopeful, whoever it is, that it's not going to be... I mean, we look at who we've brought in, Felice, Scarlett, it's unlikely to see him stepping up, but then we, not many. Anyone here who actually thought Harry Kane was going to get even vaguely near what he became, mm. he was pretty 
pretty useless in uh, the when he was coming back from all those loan deals and playing in the summer and those sort of friendlies. He was absolutely yeah. But Johnny, garbage. that was yeah. But Tim Sherwood turned him around famously. Oh, he? that's Apparently. true. We need to get Tim. Yeah, back, so yeah. need to get Tim back in. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh. Go on. Oh, go sure. No, I was going to say. I, I think it. it but one, I, I hate the word marquee signing because I think we need to get off this idea that we need to sign a big name. Yeah. We need to sign the right player. Um, but I think it all depends on what Ange's plan is for Sun. Because is Sun going to be in the center? If so, then we need to be looking more for the left wing placement. Because mm. then if Richie is keeping the six goal and seven games form, there's no need to get rid of him. If Sun is definitely going to be the striker, we've got our two strikers. We just need to find who's going to play on the left, who's going to contribute goals. Because I and, don't think we do have someone who's so reliant. <laughs> Noosa. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I mean, that, that could but be it. That could be it. This is a question for the next pod we'll be discussing because there's um, there's one, there's two debates on Sun. One is what happens in the next season when his contract expires? Do we think he's going to stay? And two, does Ange see him as a long-term option? Like, are, are we crazy to already be thinking last se- next season might be as last as a starter? Like, some people say that's absolutely wild and stupid. Of course it's not. Others tie him down, whatever contract he needs, give it to him. Others will say, like myself, maybe it's time to start thinking, is he more of that, like, game-changer player you bring off the bench and get him to tie down on a contract to be in that role? But um, I had another question from uh, a... Uh, from a listener, Richard um, Richard Paul. I like this one. I love your handle again, Richard. And we say it, top div. Um, but uh, everyone gets to answer this. And I'm scared if I don't veto one player out of this equation, we're all just going to say the same one. But he says, if you could have any peak player from the Premier League era in this current Ange team, from up Spurs, like Premier League era, who would you bring back in their peak to be in the squad? Um, Someone a little worse than current soccer. I thought you were all going to say Harry Kane, like <laughs> no. bring back peak Harry and put him in the squad. But go on, Adam, stop. Who are you thinking? You know, the, 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 the player that I think we have missed and never really replaced was Moussa Dembele. I mm. think he was absolutely phenomenal in that centre midfield. He was, he when he got the ball, it was very, very hard to get the ball off him. He, he made things tick. He made things work. Um so, you know, looking at that, that and, and don't get me wrong, the centre midfield is, is, you know, when we have our first three in there, it's fantastic. But, um, you know, there's the obvious ones. But I think he was a shining light in, uh, in, that, in that team that we had under, under Poch that, uh, you know, that took us to places we never expected to go. And I think he was a, a key figure in there. He's perfect fit for Ange Ball as well, isn't he? Imagine mm. him and Benton Kerr, people pressing them and trying to get the ball off them. You'd just be chasing shadows. Yeah. Um, but Stu, you're a deep thought there. Who no, would I, you bring back with I, I, 21-year-old knees? I mean, for, for me, I, I think um, Dembele is a good shout. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that maybe the Basuma of the prior to the, his sending off at Luton could be that replacement. Um, I think Bale would just um, be incredible under Ange. I think he would tear up that left-hand side. He'd be, you know, giving assists. He'd be scoring goals. He would be absolutely amazing and take us to, to Premiership glory. We could mm. even play him left back <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. get him forward. That's true. <laughs> that would be. But would he get injured? He was quite injury prone. 
like I'm thinking in a high press scenario, but I guess it's Pete Bell when he's like 21. Peak when Bell, he was yeah, when just, he's just Yeah, I mean, he's probably the best. Like I've always said that you can argue who's the greatest player in the Premier era for Spurs in terms of like over the course of a season or their whole career, who is the best. But in terms of a one-off game on top form, who could turn a game around? Mm. Was there, is there even a debate for who he, he's the only one I think of that would just be like, I'll just run the whole pitch and score off in 40 yards just because I need to do it now. Um, he won Ronaldo about two or three champions leagues. So yeah. Um, true. Deej. Yes. Deej, who would you yeah, go no, for? I agree. Like I said, I want someone a little worse than current soccer. So Gareth Bale, um, <laughs> I, but yeah, I don't, I just, I think that he is the, like, I think if Ange were to grow a player in a lab for Ange Ball, I think it would come out as a, a Welshman who, with long hair. Um, I think that he is the perfect player for, for Ange Ball. I think Savage. he would be. There's a couple more characteristics that need to be added for Ange's perfect player. Um, That's a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that Gareth Bale would just be just just imagine like just imagine having an, a winger partnership of you know you just have like a rotation of of Bale and and Bale can play I mean, on the Bale right on one as well. side yeah Bale on one side Son on the other just or Bale on one side Son in the middle and then I don't know who cares on the other side like at that point like oh. just having a just having a front two that had Bale and Son. Peak Bale and Son. The Peak, pace. Peak Bale and Son. The pace would, be, would just be. Oh, unreal. yeah, exactly. Just hit it long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you got to wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, no, like your I'm, guy. I'm sorry. There's there's obviously a lot of brilliant players that we've seen down the years. Like I mean, Led- Ledley deserves a mention, and mm-hmm. and Modric obviously deserves a mention. But I th- I think given the the situation with our our team at the moment, I think. I mean, uh, to be honest, we don't. It doesn't even matter with the situation at the moment. But that's an area that we've we're kind of looking to, to strengthen. Brought brought in Werner to to do that is certainly not peak Bale. And then there's obviously the whole um, dead ball situation. I mean, he was just any time you he, he was lining up a free kick, he he was yeah. lethal from those sort of uh, positions as well. So it was it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Like when the, was the year before he left, and he was just literally, like you said, running the length of the pitch. It was like you're playing like FIFA, and you're just kind of there's like a button that you can accelerate, and just the ball still sticking mm. to his feet. It was just absolutely mm. stupid. It was it was insane. I'm not, so I think I think that has to be Bale, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure if anyone used to play that rugby game on PlayStation or whatever back in the day. And Johnny Wilkinson, when he was like peak, it was so overpowered. Whatever the whoever made him, that you could just score a drop goal from your yeah. starting point right into pit. It's kind of like that with Bale, wasn't it? It's like you could yeah. just. Yeah. Just, yeah. It just, but I, dude, you got me thinking of this like Frankenstein now. I'm thinking, imagine <laughs> Bale's pace and shooting Bobby Savage's body with with Dembele's dribbling. <laughs> like you'd just never get it off him. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode, we're going to build using three Tottenham players. Everyone has to go. I do the homework. You've got to choose three Spurs players to build your ultimate Tottenham Frankenstein. Emerson Royale's pace, Emerson Royale's decision making, Emerson <laughs> Royale's crossing. Yeah, <laughs> got it. And Ross Powder, no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dreaming of Steve Mal Bronk hybrid with Andros Townsend. Uh, um, but yeah, that's. Uh, that's 
That's like Gary, Gary Dorothy. <laughs> Vinny sideways. Eh? Oh, <laughs> be breathing. Ben Celeb, all these world-class players are coming back. But um, that's yours, Pierce. Yeah, I, I, I think we've got to acknowledge though, and that uh, you're right that it has to be Bale or Dembele for what we need and what fits the team now. But if Ange's team was fully functioning one season from now, I think Modric should be in there for a conversation. Like Real Madrid built a team that runs six Champions Leagues around him. Um, it, like. But yeah, he's not the perfect guy for Angeball though. That's the kind of mm. thing, isn't it? But yeah. Um cool, we need to wrap up there. Um but good to catch up everyone. We just another shout out. Oh yeah, god, quick no. quick you, you you can't even justify your score, but you can say your score. Go on, Adam, what are you saying? Four three, Tottenham. Stuart. Three nil down, four, four, three. Four. Up. All right, <laughs> there you go. Love it. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna be um I'm gonna take Johnny's role and be Mr. Doom and Gloom. Negative um, I think we're yeah, negative Nelly. I think we're going to lose 1-0. All right, Teach. I think I refuse to predict a loss. Um, so I am going to go with... I feel like everything tells me that we should lose this game. So because it's Tottenham at our stadium, we are going to win 2-1 on that Richie doubleheader we keep talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go on, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, you beat me to the double header. I was gonna gonna pop that one in too, so I'm, I'm with you there. I'm good. I'm gonna say three two Tottenham. Yeah, All right. I'm gonna go two one down at half time. Pep gets complacent, brings off De Bruyne and Harlings. They're not fully fit, and we go on to win three two. Madison last minute free kick. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, cool. Well, Come on, you up, Spurs. Up the Spurs. Come on, Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> Spurs have their new coach, and it is Ange Postecoglou. Oh, right across, deflected in, and Spurs scores! And Madison can drive, and Sonny!